right, uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Talking to Whoever's Listening, uh, Quinn Anderson podcast. We, uh, well, I say we because a uh, new team member, I guess, my sound person, Oscar. Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, it's a buddy of mine from Ultimate Frisbee. Yes, I play Ultimate Frisbee at an art school. That's all you need <laughs> to know about me. Um, so, yeah, uh, today, just thought I'd give a little recap quick. I have since started watching Game of Thrones since the last episode with my friend who bamboozled me into watching it. It was, it's a good show. I, I am surprised to say that I like it. I thought I wouldn't because I knew like the ending going in and I'm always, I, the first episode we watched, I remember (laughs) my friends like wanted to stop watching. They're like, you're being an ass. (laughs) Like you're, you don't like this. You clearly know a lot about the ending and you're not willing to enjoy this. And I was, I, I, they were right. I totally was just like, ah, oh, I already nigga pushed me out of a window, and I don't really care, and I was just, I had this terrible attitude towards it, but it was actually really good, and so we're on, like, season two, episode four, I think, right now, we've just been cruising, we'll, like, watch six episodes today, which is, like, six hours of just non-stop Game of Thrones, and it's great, but, like, man, it can get long, but, um, yeah, so there's your quick Game of Thrones recap for the three people who care. Um, but yeah, uh, so I also want to talk about, I think, I just thought that this was the funniest thing. When we were coming to record this episode, we stopped by Oscar's room to get some audio equipment, and we were just kind of like glancing around, and I was looking around, and like talk, we were talking about how how your parents had recently shipped you bongos yeah, <laughs> for Chris, birth- or for your birthday. birthday, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, it brought me back to, I've been in college for uh, three years now, and just the amount of, like, stuff that I bring is now, like, less and less. I just, as I've gone along, I've just been, like, I started out at Montana State, and just, I brought so much random crap for no reason. I remember packing up to leave, because, like, I drove out there with my family, and then I flew back home, and so, uh, I don't know if you know this about planes but but you get a lot less room to bring stuff and I brought like I brought um I was going to school for paleontology at the time so I brought a bunch of fossils which are just giant rocks <laughs> so I brought a bunch of rocks it's just expensive it's so it was such an it was an expensive hobby that I uh just I was <laughs> I just had a crap ton of rocks for no reason and then I had my buddy got me a signed Boof Bonzer baseball. And if you don't know who Boof Bonzer is, you're an idiot. No, he, um, he was a pitcher on the Twins with just the funniest name. <laughs> um, and so I brought that with me because college is central, of course. And then I think the funniest thing that I brought was a, an actual ship in a bottle. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was like, I, uh, all right, I'm... Uh, this is, this I is me need three, this. I, yeah, this is me three years ago. All right, I'm going to college for the first time. What do I need? Books, pencils, paper, rocks, <laughs> boof bonzer, baseball, and a ship in a bottle. That's Those are the essentials. I pack them up and ship them to Montana because that's exactly what I need right now. More clutter. Um, yeah, but and and uh, less and less now. I I've resorted to we're just gonna bring clothes. <laughs> I I really even have like school supplies. It's just like all right. I've got the the amount of notebooks I need, 
and then a pencil <laughs> or like just any scraps of paper that I happen to accumulate throughout the year. It's never, I don't go school shopping anymore. I remember that was like a big thing with like when in elementary school and middle school it was like, oh, like we need to go to Target right now. Everything's on sale. And it was, and like we would go out and go shopping and now it's just like, oh, hey, you start school in like three days. You might want to think about getting something for that. And I was like, All I right. need new socks. Yeah, I need, I need, yeah. I need a new pair of underwear. <laughs> and like, and that, and that's what'll make me ready for school. <laughs> Some Hanes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, I was gonna talk about also today. Um, I don't know why I can, I'm gonna blank on this now that I'm actually sitting here. This is such a weird space. I, it's, it's it's weird coming up with ideas in my head of like what I want to talk about. And then I start sit, sitting down to record these and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I forget the human language. <laughs> and, um, Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to do a little bit of an introduction to you, Oscar. Uh, so like, uh, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. Just anything, anything interesting. Um, well, I'm a freshman this year at Columbia college, Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, studying audio engineering. I'm at, Quinn through Ultimate Frisbee. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> those are the, those are the three things. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no. Um, no, so I want to do that just because, like, we're friends. And so, like, kind of talking about, like, things is easier. I recently had to do a project for my intro to journalism class, which I could not have hated any less. <laughs> like, I, I'm, like... The reason I started this very talkative person, but it's when it comes to like approaching a complete and utter stranger, that's just such a mind boggling concept to me. I can't handle it. It's like I, we had, so to describe the assignment, we had to go out, we had to ask people about um, their like political views, which I don't talk to my family about political <laughs> views, let alone a perfect stranger. Um, who I'm running up to with a pen and a pad going, would you, like, tell me everything you think about the election right now. <laughs> and they're just, and it was so uncomfortable because one, half the people that we tried interviewing, I was with a partner, we would just brush us off, which completely yeah, normal that... reaction. I think the <laughs> sociopaths are the people that talk to us. <laughs> the, the people that brush us aside, completely normal people. <laughs> I, w- I would have done the same. I was like, man, this assignment's really hard. But I totally get it. Like I, I would not want to talk to me either. Um, but you had to talk to people about their political views, and at the end we had to get them. We had to like because we had to quote them and use them as an actual source. Um, so we had to get their name, their age, their hometown, and then if it was okay, we had to take a picture of them. It's it was so baffling to try and get people to to coax people into trying. To, into giving us this information that no stranger should ask. I was like, just hey, we're making a hit list I, of the Chicago area, yeah. and we're wondering if we you need could be your honored. name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell me anything about you, Kathy, age seventy-seven. Like I just, it was so awkward. One, just to talk about people's political beliefs, and then we had to like, yeah, we had to ask for their name and this stuff like that. It was just yeah. What subway do you take in the morning? Yeah, what's your what's your what's your route to work? Which also, that was the thing, too. We were so confused and trying to find these people because it was, like, 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. And we're like, 
be at work. <laughs> like, do you just not have a, like, what do you, like, you're just not working, you just don't, you don't have a job, you're just, you just happen to be walking around the Columbia College Chicago campus at 11 a.m., and I was like, hey, you know what, if you're going to talk to us, that's awesome, but I think you're, I think you're crazy. <laughs> um, but that was really awkward, and I think I'm going to use that as a segue into a story, seamless transition, um, to uh, this story that I have told you a couple people, and I think it's just the funniest thing ever, because it's just, if, if, there, if you were to take a snippet of, like, a trailer of my life, I think this is what, what would play. Um, keep in mind, as I'm telling the story, it's, n- there's not a single point where I stop myself and go, oh, you're being the most awkward person right now, you should stop being this way, um, but yeah, so let's, so just to sort of set the scene, I am at my, oh, I, were you there at the, uh, here we go, we're at the Ultimate Frisbee Team Bake Sale oh. at our school. We are at an art school's Ultimate Frisbee Team Bake Sale, which is the title of my autobiography. <laughs> um, and so we're at this bake sale, we're selling cookies, making money for the team, hustling it Gary V style, and we're just... We're, we're selling cookies, and we're inside of um, one of the school's buildings, and outside I see a friend of mine, and in a normal person's mind, <laughs> you would see your friend outside the building that you're currently in and go, oh, there's my friend. I will talk to that friend when they enter the building, and when they're done, she was having a conversation with someone who apparently I just didn't care about in the slightest. I was like, oh... Um, they're just, they're outside talking with someone and a normal person would just register that and go, oh, okay, cool. I'll talk to them when I get the chance. Not me though. I'm like, I need to talk to this person right, right now. <laughs> they need to know I'm in their presence. We must just verbally berate them, which is exactly what I did. I, I didn't even walk. That's, that's a funny thing. Too. I didn't even like, I, I, I could have stopped a normal person. A normal person doing this abnormal thing would have slowly walked to them in a casual way and just been like, oh, hey, Nina, like, how's it going? I charged her. I don't think I saw this. I don't think I was there yet. I I charged this poor girl. And I was like, I, I, like, and she was close. I, I was like a quick, like, one and a half second sprint to the door to which I burst open the door and just, I, (laughs) I should have stopped right there because I actually scared her because that's a scary situation of just, oh, there's someone whipping open a door violently at me. That's, that was so, that was such a scary thing for her, I'm sure. Um, and I just, I just, I whip open the door and I bust outside and I'm just like, Nina, would you like to buy a cookie? <laughs> she she uh, literally screamed. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh. A normal person, once again, a normal person would have stopped. They would have said, oh, I just made my friend actually scream bloody murder in the middle of Chicago. This is where we stop. But not me and my big old brain. I decide that that's the funniest thing in the world and begin joker cackling and I, I literally I raffled I rolled on the floor or whatever the heck that uh, 
old antiquated term was <laughs> from 2009. Um, I literally, I started cackling and I like barrel rolled back into the building. So just, just to set the, just to give you a quick recap, burst open the door, screamed, Nina, would you like to buy a cookie at this girl's face? She screams, I cackle my way back inside. Finally, I gained my breath back after laughing so hard because apparently that was just, that was Eddie Murphy in the 90s and 80s. That was so funny to me. And once I finally get, get my breath back together, she drops the bombshell um, of saying, fine then, I guess I won't let you meet my mom. She was with her mother and having a conversation with her mom outside of my building and I screamed at her. And that's finally when my brain decides to go, oh, you should start, you really got to act like a normal person now. You got to re recollect any sort of like failed social interaction that could have arised here. Um, and so I, I like, I quickly collect myself and she, and she was super nice. She actually thought it was kind of funny. Well, I don't know if she thought it was funny, but it's just, she immediately went, oh, I'm guessing you're a comedy major too. And I was like, yeah, I am. That's very spot on, very astute of you to assume that because yes, I am. I am. I am quite the jokester as you have seen the past three minutes of me screaming at your daughter, Nina, would you like to buy a cookie? And I was, <laughs> and so, but yeah, she was super nice. And I remember, um, it was a great interaction, but I just, I remember at the end of it, I, my idiot brain switched back on because as we, because I tried to make this as quick as possible. I realized after that she said, oh, this is my mom, that I should probably try to wrap this interaction up as fast as possible to try and not embarrass myself anymore. But I did it again. <laughs> she was super nice. We, we got, like, we had a good talk and we were, as we were leaving, she, like, stuck her hand out for a handshake and you know when you, like, go in, someone goes in for a handshake, you'll go in for a fist bump. Like, that's kind of, like, the normal, like, oh, uh, silly me, that was, that was kind of awkward. I took that to a completely different level because I, sh like, basically batted her hand away and went in for a hug. Keep in mind I met this lady three minutes ago after screaming at her daughter and cackling like the Joker and I go in for a hug, and I find that so bananas that my brain didn't, just didn't stop me. And so it was a really nice hug. <laughs> um, and we, and it was... So she accepted it. Yeah, she accepted She's like, oh, no, a hug, I guess. And I was like, thank God you didn't, like, literally punch me in the mouth. Because that's probably what I would have done if this awkward dude just did all that and then went to hug me. I would have punched him. So... Shout out to Nina's mom. You're a trooper. <laughs> You're that one of the nicest people for letting me do that stupid garbage. And an awful judge of character. <laughs> yeah, and you're also an awful awful judge of character because you clearly didn't see that I am a psychopath. <laughs> um, and then, and yeah, and then finally, when I walked back in, I was finally like, oh, that might have been a little weird. <laughs> Like that's that's when I walked back into the bake sale. That's when I was like, "Oh, that interaction kind of could have been like seen as being really not okay." <laughs> but you know, I I apologized to Nina. She says, "No, it's our 
it was fine. And I was like, okay, well, good. I'll never, I'll never, ever do that again. <laughs> then you yelled at strangers and for another then, two hours. And then, and now I'm yelling at people, give me your name, agent, hometown. <laughs> and, and Tim, what do you think about Bernie? And <laughs> it's just, ugh. yeah, I didn't learn. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. No, we're still friends, surprisingly. <laughs> um, but, no, uh, what else are you going to talk about? This is the part. This is what I think is really funny about doing these. I um, <laughs> I got a, a lot of positive feedback about the first episode, um, and then a lot of constructive feedback. <laughs> um, we'll say that, at least. Apparently I say um a lot, which is um, there, r- right there. Uh, <laughs> Great comedic timing. It's only, also, it's only a problem when you're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I and I that's all everyone was like, you need to stop stuttering. You just you can't do it. You do it all the time. Take a like figure it out. Figure out what you're gonna talk about before you record these. Which of course I didn't do for this one as well. I did not take any of your advice, family. <laughs> I I am um, coming in blind again, but I don't know. I think it's had a bit more structure. This isn't the end of the episode. I don't know why it sounds like I'm wrapping up. We still have... Oh, we got three minutes. We can find something to talk about for three minutes. Um, um, let's go back to Montana State. Well, we're, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, that's us transitioning back to Montana State. Um, I think... I just did a project recently, too, for another class um, where we had to, like, interview each other and it was, it was a fun project. I think one of the uh, cooler questions that they asked us was, what's something surprising about, or what, what's something that if you didn't tell someone, they wouldn't know about you? And I think one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me um, was I was actually like the co-mascot at Montana State, which is weird flex, <laughs> weird, yeah. the weirdest flex. Um, but no, I just, I remember that that's like my only icebreaker because I'm, I'm just, I am so, I'm just the oddest person. And so I've just, I'm like, it's always the icebreaker that I love to use so much. And I'll use it at the drop of a dime. I think it's just so funny. I actually got to meet Chris Kattan, um, from SNL Night at the Roxbury, which is the coolest thing because of that. Um, got to stand on the sidelines of the football games with him, which is really cool. Um, but they don't tell you how annoying kids are <laughs> when they give you the mask. Because I remember there was... There's like, a t- like kids or college kids? N- kids. Okay. Kid, children. Children are the worst if you're a mascot. Especially if, especially if you're one of, like, if you're the Mickey Mouse of Montana. That's literally... Montana is the coolest and the weirdest state ever. There's... The sense of, like, unity there is so bizarre. Like, they've got one area code for the entire state. Like, it's just wow. it's just the 406. And, yeah, shout out to the 406. You guys are cool. But it's just, it's so weird. And so, like, being this character that outside of Montana is no one. <laughs> but while you're in Montana, and I remember this basketball game where I literally almost crushed a child. I, Because I was up in the rafters, or not the rafters, that's not how basketball courts work. I was up in the bleachers um, like with a bunch of fans, and 
Um, I'm sure if people don't think about this, mascots are people. You wouldn't let your kids grab a guy if he was just a guy. I'm just sitting there like this, like hungover 18 year old and I'm just getting swarmed by 20 children. Like, oh, this is really weird. If they just, if there was no costume, but, um, (laughs) but so I was at this basketball game and I was in the suit on the bleachers with a bunch of kids who had done like, we'd given out like uh, little coloring book pages um, for, of like, of me, of the mascot of me. It's, <laughs> it's my character. They're, yeah, it's just, it's a picture of me. They're coloring it. Hey, color in the white guy. It's just, um, no. It's, he represents yeah, all I of us. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the chosen one. Um, I know, so there's a bunch of, they had just gotten done coloring in like a bunch of pictures of Champ, Champ the Bobcat is the mascot, by the way, for those of you who don't know, you uncultured swine. <laughs> um, but so I was, so, and they, all these kids were like rushing up to me like, Champ, you, can you sign mine? Can you got to sign mine? And I was just like, with what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not strapped with a pen. I am covered in fur. This is the, the worst thing you can ask of me right now. So I had to like sign with these kids' crayons using, like, my fur paw as, like, a thing to write on, and I was just, like, champ in, like, the biggest block letters. Because I, I don't know what champ's signature looked like. I'm sure it's different for every person that has worn that stinky suit. And it's just, like... And I, I just remember being, like, oh... Because there was a moment where they all started, like, pushing me, and I was, like, we are on bleachers, if I miss the bleacher, we're all going down because I'm way bigger than you five-year-olds. I'm taking a few of you out with me if I fall. And so I just, I remember I had to like, I was like signing these things, like trying to keep my balance. And I had to just, I had to stop it right there. I was like, this was a terrible idea. I don't know why I did this. And I immediately, I just like, I gave the kids back their paper and I was and I like shooed them. I was like... Get on, get on out of here, you kids. And you can't... T- I mean, I wish I could have talked. That would have been the funniest thing. <laughs> like, get the heck out of here, you, t- <laughs> you rascals. And I just shooed them away. But I... So I just... I caught, I walked off and I was just... I just remember thinking, oh, crap. If I had slipped, some poor kid. <laughs> like, um... But no, I love that so much. I'm sure I'll talk about it more. That I've got plenty of stories. Like, the, the time we shot a hot tub commercial... In the champ suit. Oh, save but, that. Yeah, I'm going to save that for later. I think we're going to wrap this one up. It was a good, good 23 minutes. Um, yeah, so, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, I am uh, Quinn Anderson. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, Q Anderson Comedy or Quinn Anderson Comedy and on Twitter at The Real Quinn A. Um, thanks for listening.